Welcome to Postgraduate. 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 Podcast where I have transparent and open conversations with graduates about all things post-university. From the highs, the lows and everything in between, I want to hopefully help all the graduates listening with your journey and make it that little less stressful. In this week's episode, I'm joined with Michael, a six-year postgraduate student who studied international business. As a student, Michael says he was always money-driven and didn't like the idea of working for a big corporation. I realised early that what I didn't want to do, which was really important, like, yeah. I knew from then that this was not really the lifestyle that I want, like. With this intention, since finishing university, he has started his own business and soon realised he had so much to learn, so had then worked as and learned a huge amount in digital marketing. Yeah, I'm going to chase learning and development, especially in the early blocks of my career. Like, yeah. I feel like to 20s to your 30s, you're still fresh out in, in your career. And now also the co-owner of Outset Studio. Michael shares with us his journey since finishing university, what he's learned about starting a business and the successes and failures he has experienced. I'm Manisha Begum and this is episode nine of Postgraduate. I hope you guys all enjoy it. Hello, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. That was a good intro. Did you like that? Yeah, I like that. It's weird, isn't it, when someone introduces you and what you've done? Yeah, Because yeah, you never yeah. really think about it. Yeah. Like if someone were to introduce you, I'd be like, oh shit, I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> so me and Michael, so Michael um, owns, co-owns the Outset Studio. And I, was it last week, the week before? I think it was the week before. Yeah. I was a mess. I didn't have my SD card. I didn't have my charger. And then I rang him. And I was like, oh, do, do you have um, an SD card, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then obviously we start, start speaking when I came in. And yeah. then you obviously graduated. And I was like, yes, I want this guy on my podcast. Like, I think you'd have a lot to say. And you... It's weird because this like podcast has allowed me to talk to people from different backgrounds, different like professions, which mm. I love because then you can get to know like what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so out, what are you doing, Michael? Yeah, so like so, as you said, I'm co-owner of Outset Studios. Yeah, how's that going? It's going good. Um, yeah, open our second location in December. Mm. Um, London Bridge, wasn't it? Yeah, London yeah. Bridge. Expected ca- quite a slow takeoff, but yeah, it's kind of beating my expectations dramatically. So mm. I'm in a good mood. I'm in positive. <laughs> I'm in a positive headspace. You should be. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But going back to university, you studied at East Anglia doing international business, mm-hmm. and we spoke a little bit about like your university experience and like what your expectations were. Yeah, and you said. <clears throat> Before going into uni, you don't you didn't really want to go and go to uni. Yeah, or? so it was a weird one. Like, so I think from the age of sixteen, mm. um, I was on like some I don't know some gifted I don't know some gifted talent whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. And um, were that were you that nerd at school? I was quite. I wouldn't say I was nerd, but I was smart. Yeah. And I was in like because <clears throat> obviously being an ethnic minority and mm. you're kind of smart, like you get access to a few opportunities that you yeah. wouldn't usually. So my school was quite good at that, like the secondary school and the sixth form I went to. So um, as part of that, I got like this mentor and I got um, quite a few opportunities like doing internships at like different banks and I did investment banking, I did corporate finance, I did corporate law. So that, that those were my summers. I would spend like, mm. when everyone else is like going festivals, like for six weeks 
for my whole That's summer. amazing that you had the opportunity though, because yeah. a lot of like people in <clears throat> secondary school don't have that, no. or they don't even have that mindset of working. Yeah, yeah. So I made a bit of money, which was nice, mm. but. But did um, you get paid for these? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. No. Yeah. You got like, you're, mind you, you're working like yeah. eight hour weeks, but you get like 200 a, <laughs> a week. But <laughs> to you, it seems like a lot yeah. at the time. Now when I think about it, it's like, it's kind of like child's like slavery and shit. But like when you think about the hourly rate, but, do you know what, but a it lot, was still a good experience. Like Some internships don't even pay though. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's like amazing that you, but that way, then again, you think about it and then you were working like banks and stuff. So yeah, you're yeah. more likely to pay. Yeah, but it was good. Like those experiences but Gooden says I had to wear a suit every day mm. and go on the tube and it's in the summer. Yeah. And I was like, it's oh. hot. I was like, I do not want to be doing this. Yeah. Like, it's so hot and uncomfortable. I actually feel bad for everyone that needs to commute in the, <laughs> the summer in London. It's actually horrible. And you're like, like this close. You're like one centimetre apart from someone else. Yeah, it's actually And someone's horrible. breathing down your back. And Ugh. it's hot, sticky. <laughs> it's not the one. So I did that. But um, doing that kind of made me realised early like what I didn't want to do, mm. which was really important. Like yeah. I knew from then that like, this is not really the lifestyle that I want. Like I saw it there, I spoke to the like other people there, other men there. Obviously we all we all want different things from life, but mm. I, I saw some of them who were like fifty and I was like and they're doing this for twenty years and I was like, I can't imagine myself doing something like this for the rest of my life. Like and that got me really scared. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I was really scared and that's why I probably went into when I was Going into university, I was like, I don't really want to be there because mm. that's where I'm going to end up. Like that's that was what the picture that I thought. Yeah. That my future would be, and I was like, I don't want to be like that. I want that's not what I want from life. Like I want levels of freedom, and I want to experience things. I want to enjoy things. I want to go into an environment where I'm doing things something different. And I'm, you like doing? Yeah, it and, and I love doing. Enjoy it. going into exactly, work. exactly. And I'm not saying that those people didn't enjoy what they were yeah. doing because we all like different things. Mm. But for me, I was like, this is not it. So university was a weird experience because I knew that. I was like, this is not really education or that degree is not necessarily going to get mm. me to... Was it the degree itself and like, or was it that day-to-day routine of going into work and yeah, just I, doing the same thing <clears throat> every day and working for someone else? I think maybe the working for someone else thing, yeah. probably. Um, yeah, I didn't really like... It's so regiment, you have to yeah. be there at a certain time mm. and got a, you can't do anything else and you've only got our lunch break and you only got, like, obviously, I was when I say it now, I'm like, that's a very stupid, like, that's a young reason. <laughs> yeah. Because I was young then, I was like 16, 17. Mm. I was like, this is not it. Like, I want to wake up when I want and stuff like that. But but I was also doing things and I was like, I don't enjoy doing this, mm. you know? And not saying I enjoyed going to school. Like, like I felt like going into it, I've never had a period of time where I've genuinely been excited to wake up every day and be like, yes, I have an opportunity to mm. be alive and do something great. And I think that's what I yearn for. Because we have grown up, we've gone through education, then we're going to the working world. And it's all been like so structured. Yeah. And if we don't kind of reflect and step back and look at what's going on, you don't realise that, oh, I could be doing something else actually. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, I think that was, those were the feelings that yeah. I had. And then I went into university um, and I was like, okay, I don't want to do that. I was really a bit, I won't say entrepreneur, but at school I used to like sell burgers and stuff like that. Yeah. Do little things to make Wait, money. Wait, that guy with the bag, with loads of stuff in his bag. To be fair, I never done the sweets thing because <laughs> everyone was doing sweets. So I was okay. like, let me do burgers because no one's doing burgers. Either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the first I've heard someone selling. <laughs> 
So I literally, I would wake up at like, school would start at like seven. Yeah. I'd wake up at like six. Yeah. Like cook like five, seven You're burgers. Lying. And I'd sell them for three pounds each. So I'd be making like 20, 30 pounds a day. And I was like, this is decent, you yeah. know? But um, that was short lived. I didn't, I was yeah. like, I want to sleep a bit more. So I stopped mm. doing that. But yeah, like those are the kind of feelings I had going into university that, you know what, I want, I want more control over my life and my, mm. and my routine and what I'm doing. And I want to wake up excited that I have another day to be alive and to do something great mm. and phenomenal. Do you know what I mean? And then I started reading about all these different people like, like Steve Jobs and Elon Musk and all these different people who have just this immense amount of drive. And, and I was like, I want to feel that sense of purpose mm. every day that I'm alive, basically. And that was quite early on that you like looked yeah. into like people and inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Because I just thought I was like, that must be so cool. Like just mm. waking up like that and you're like just amped that yeah. I've got another day under my belt. Like I wanted that feeling. And they're like, they're, they have a purpose and they're making like huge. Strides like, and steps. Yeah. yeah. And they're making a huge impact on yeah. other people. Not just like what they're doing in terms of their work. Like Steve Jobs, he is affecting so many people. Mm. You just read his book and he yeah, inspired impact, you. Yeah, so then you him. were impacted. And that's not even him talking to you or yeah, doing yeah, anything yeah. at all. That's just, just that, him being yeah. him. Yeah. I think we all genuinely want to make a difference or yeah. have a, some sort of impact. But especially when in the university lecture hall, it's sometimes very difficult to see how does this translate mm. into the impact that I want to Definitely. make in the world. It's like, okay, I'm learning about accounting and stuff, but I'm not even learning about accounting in a way that's probably Practical. Yeah, useful yeah. to me right now as someone running a business, do you know mm. what I mean? So those are the things that I've found, like how how is this leading me there? So that was my experience with uni. So when I was in uni, I wasn't really one that partied loads and stuff mm. like that because I was like, why am I here? Like, where am I going with this? Where, how is this getting to me where, to me, to where I want to be? Yeah. Um. So much to the point, like, so I'm the, imagine no one in my family is university educated. So that's mm. the, there's that extra bit of pressure. My parents didn't go to uni. Did um, they expect you to go to uni then? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, because um, when we came over, like, they didn't have, they didn't even finish secondary school where they're mm. from because they didn't have that parental support. So to me, it was like, you have to go, you're the eldest, you have to go. And I went, but I was so not impressed or not happy. Is this it? You're yeah. Just like... That I didn't even go to the graduation. Did you not? Yeah. And they wanted to go. And I was like, no, I'm not going. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't go. I was so stubborn about it. Yeah. Like, so stubborn. Why is that? Why didn't you go? I was just like... <sighs> what is the point? Like, yeah, what I was is the like, point? I'm not proud of this. Like, I'm not... Yeah. This, is, this is making you happy, but I'm not happy by this. By yeah. doing this, you know what I mean? Um ignorant of me at that time yeah. because now do you, I look, do you regret yeah, it now I look back on it and I said and I think you know what I should have actually just found it yeah just to get to, just to make them happy you know mm. at least but that was my warped sense of view at then you know mm. when you're like 18 to 21 you think you know everything yeah and you don't listen to anyone yeah, you don't listen. like I'm right yeah <laughs> and I'm quite stubborn so yeah which is a trait a positive and a negative at the same time mm. so so did you learn anything from university? When you were at university, what, like you said, you didn't really, you didn't want to be there. Felt like you weren't learning anything. Mm. But was there any kind of, any like social aspects that you learned yeah. or like any other areas which actually allowed you or helped you after university? So yeah, what what I did do in uni, even though like I'm saying this, I still did relatively well. I yeah. still took my studies seriously. Cause I was like, if I'm here, I might as well do a good job. Um, and yeah, so the university had like this entrepreneurship award yeah. where they 
give grants to help people start up a business or is start that the idea. Virgin? Virgin or Santa? Uh, Santander, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I applied for that yeah. um, at uni. I got that. Got what that. was your idea? So basically, um, so this was kind of like the first, yeah, this was like the first venture that I probably yeah. did. So at a point at that time period, so a few friends who went on to do mm. fo- play football, so they went into academies and stuff like that. But um, a lot of them got dropped. So mm. after eighteen, they got dropped. But they still wanted to play football and get a career out of it. But what they kind of or what we kind of noticed is that outside of the academy system, mm. you don't really get good enough training. Yeah. So you're so you go from training five times a week to training twice a week and your standard drops while your competitors are still doing really well. Mm. So we wanted to create like this, I guess like this sort of camp or or centre where players who just want to keep on top of the game can come mm. in, pay pay for a session, get good coaching, have access to a gym and stuff like that. So we got the grant and we actually did it. Like we Amazing. did a, We did like a launch event. I remember that launch event. We had like 200 people come to the launch event. That's crazy. Um, and we we found a facility, we found like mm. AstroTurf, I hired coaches, like these guys were like 30, I was like 20 at that time. <laughs> we had like coaches and stuff like that. So that was that started just before I ended uni. Mm. So I did that for for like two years. But yeah, that was an interesting experience. I learned a lot from it. Like I learned probably a lot more about business from that experience than... Mm. And you don't realise, like I've done like an entrepreneurial like unit um, at university and I didn't realise how much goes into starting a business yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just think yeah I'm, I've got this idea let me just implement it let me start it but yeah. there's so much to come with it yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's like a lot of research and theory behind it and you don't really realise mm. um, but you got your first taste yeah. of like starting a business at yeah. university um, I, yeah like I said I started I, I done a, something similar but mine was not even near excited. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want to hear? Yeah, I, let's go. I, actually can't, I didn't actually want to say it. Really? Okay, just okay. give a... It was just... a bin. It's a bin idea. Okay. Okay, recycling bin, but it's a self-sorting recycling bin. Why is that a dumb idea? It's not a dumb idea, but like everyone was coming up with these cool concepts. And I was like, yeah, I want to make a bin. But I think what a, a recycling it's, bin yeah, like, a tells self, the material. Yeah, that's, um, ge- that's smart. That's yeah. good. But then obviously I weren't like, I'm not very entrepreneurial. So it wasn't something I really want. I didn't put my all into it. I think if you, mm. you need to have that mindset of, I really want to do this. Like you have to, your heart has to be in the product or the service. Yeah. Or you're not, it's not going to all come together properly. Yeah, yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? You need yeah. to believe in what you're actually trying to sell. But um, yeah, we done that in front of, that was quite daunting actually. Like standing in front of entrepreneurs and like pitching your idea, that was quite, even though I like presentations and I love talking, um, it was like, oh crap, like how do I even sell this to people who know their shit? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's a good idea. Like, Are you going to steal it? Do you want it? <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Run with it. <laughs> you know what, guys? I had this great idea. <laughs> Some sort of bins. <laughs> That's a good idea, though. Yeah. So after your your first bit, you finished university, you didn't even go to graduation. Yeah, I feel no. like when I went to graduation, I was like, oh, shit. Like, is this it? Like, it, to be honest, a lot of people say it's the best day of their lives. Some and for me it was just like okay cool like, yeah and well, anti anti climaxing yeah. <laughs> where are the fireworks <laughs> I said I was like waiting for these fire you know that moment where he's like yeah. handshake that's what I was like ready for but it was just like a quickly let me not trip because I got high heels on mm. and get this 
I didn't even get an, um, the certificate on stage. I just shook this guy's hand. because oh, they send it to you later, don't yeah. they? Yeah, mm. but that was it. Weren't that great. So even though you didn't go, you didn't miss out. I know, but when I look back on it, I think they would have just liked to have the picture so they yeah. could show off in front of their friends and stuff. But that was big for them, do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Of course, like you're the eldest in the family, so it's mm. like a massive thing for them. Yeah, it was big for them and yeah. I kind of ruined that for them. So since finishing university, you started your own business. And how come you stopped that? It just didn't work financially. Yeah. It just didn't make sense. Like, what we were charging didn't make sense. It, it was seasonal. Um, Did you get help with that then? Was there people helping you from the, the Santander, like, I mean, group? I mean, as much as they can, they help you write a business plan. Yeah. Um, and they give you that investment, but there's no... Yeah, like, but... All businesses, all businesses succeed on paper, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and that's another thing I learned. <laughs> like, you can plan, you can make all these numbers and assumptions and this is going to work, and but it's a whole different... The reality of it is different, you know? And I think what we did wrong or what I did wrong... To be fair, that business still exists. Mm. I'm just not part of it anymore. I okay. think it's very different now. But um, what we did was we try to achieve the best possible thing straight mm. away instead of starting off small and scaling it. Yeah. So whereas we went out and got like five, we had like five coaches, two sports analysts, um, a strength and conditioning coach, and we're paying for that. Do you mm. know what I mean? We're paying for it. So it's like, we don't have infinity, we don't have a lot of money. Whereas mm. we might have been sm smarter just doing little programs, building that up, building a brand off that, and then eventually scaling into something much bigger where we have a full spectrum of staff and stuff like mm. that. But we didn't do that. Um, do you think you wanted it big just to be able to say, yeah, look what we're doing? I think... Because you were young and that's a lot of young people are just like, yeah, I want to be showing people that I'm doing this or like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like working on something like True. great. I think maybe not for me. That's mm. like That was never my motivation because mm. I don't really... As a person, I don't really care what other people yeah. think as a person. But I think for for them, we they, we didn't see a way for it to just work without it being this grand picture. Yeah. So we didn't strip it down to it's mm. like, what is the essence of this business? Um, what can we do now that's still of a good standard, but doesn't cost as much, mm. isn't as intense, isn't as resource intensive, isn't as risky, basically. And... um. We just didn't do that. It just that just didn't work. Yeah. Um, Did you kind of reflect on that and then come away from it and be like, yeah, hey, this is what we need yeah, to change like, up. Yeah, and also we as a team, so there was like three of us. Yeah. Our skill sets weren't that diverse. Okay. So yeah. like so like I was wearing multiple hats. I was doing marketing, I was doing website, I was doing sales, like I would like I was wearing these different multiple hats, mm. but we didn't necessarily have all these different skills. So yeah. One of us wasn't like an expert in football coaching. The other wasn't, I don't know, great at operations and admin or, mm. do you know what I mean? We didn't have complementary skill sets. We didn't, we didn't specialize in different things. Yeah. And um, that's one thing I reflected on. I was like, next time I do something, I need to do it with someone who's got a completely different set of skills that I lack in or I don't have. So you balance each other out. Yeah. So like, even if I'm great at this one thing, I need someone with the technical knowledge or or just the skill, just something different. Yeah. Because I think we're a bit too similar. Like, whereas, yeah, we're motivated. But when Would you we, ever want to, like, start a business on your own then? 
Was that something you've ever like thought about? I'm not like I'm not like one of those people that be like I need to do it all by myself. Yeah. I do think things are easier when you have. I find that hard, really hard. I always want to do everything myself. Really? Yeah, I'm just literally like, I want to do it myself. I'm quite like specific. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just yeah. like, I need it this way, which yeah. is obviously good, but it's also really bad sometimes because yeah. then I'm like drowning in work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a person that it's, e- it's easier. I always thought this. Yeah. It's easier if we're all, if I have a group and we're on it. It's easier mm. for us to achieve the result than me, one person doing the heavy lifting by themselves. Definitely. So that's just my perspective. No, I think, no, I think that's de- so true. Yeah. Like every great business, there's people behind it. Yeah, yeah, Everything yeah. that's amazing, that there's so many people behind it, a project, um, a commercial, just even this, there's people behind, behind it. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, not yeah. just one person just driving it. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. like I couldn't just be, I'm not going to lie, but if I had just a podcast on my own, I don't think it'd be <laughs> that great, <laughs> just me talking. But yeah, there's, it's, Always, it's important to know that you don't have to do it on your own. Hundred percent. If someone else has a good skill set, what just bring them along? Yeah. Don't, don't feel like you need to do it all on your own. Yeah, I think the hardest thing to find is people who are as, as motivated. Yeah. As you, because I think that's 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 the only place where you can't mm. be different. So if you're gonna do something, you both want the same end goal. Mm. Yeah, you both want it. You're both equally as invested in it. And you're hungry for it. You're hungry. The the hunger for it is mm. the same. Like that's the only thing that should be the same, in my opinion. Mm. But you have different skill sets that complement each other, and um, we just didn't have that. And mm. we were young. We were naive. I mean, maybe I was a bit less naive because um, when I was 16, I entered some Microsoft business competition, mm. and then I had to write like a 16-page business plan, and you pitch it. I think I you did like a 40-minute pitch and stuff like that and you'd yeah. make a little prototype so that was actually my first experience in business yeah. so I was I was probably the least naive but I was still very naive because mm. as all the, all the experience I had was the internship was the internship education but I didn't have any like practical things that I could do yeah. really well mm. like I learned how to do things I learned how to build websites I learned how to do a bit of marketing on social mm. media I learned how to film you learn all these different things but I didn't have a definitive skill set that I can say yeah. it drives this value to this project. Um, and you don't necessarily always need to, like the willingness to learn is helpful, but it just so it just can jump a lot of hurdles quicker. Definitely. If you mm. have a skill set that you can you know if I start doing this now, mm. I can bring X value to this project or to this business or whatever it is. So those are the things that those are the three biggest things I took from it. Mm. Even though it did hurt and it was a hard process like leaving something like that but were you just one day like okay, i can't do this anymore i mean i always i always said like guys we need to fix up um yeah. we need to get like we're not we're not operating properly mm. i gave a deadline i said look if things don't change right then i'm out i said it like i did preempt it i'm not really at that time i was working at like, part-time jobs as well like mm. for for no for something that i couldn't tangibly see okay how does this become into a profitable um business in which which i can look after myself and yeah. i couldn't see it you know you couldn't I, see the future i couldn't see it I, d- I couldn't see how it grows how the revenue projections would grow from where we were mm. to to that future that i wanted 
Yeah. You know, I just didn't see it. And I was like, you know, I'm out. Listening to that, a lot of gradu- graduates, when they leave university, they don't really know what they're doing, but you went straight into a job. You went straight into like starting your own business and working part time. Did you ever have any like pressures from your family to like be doing something uh, or like going to a profession that you weren't a part of? Like, because I know for me, my mum wanted me to be an accountant or a nurse or something. Like, oh, I don't want to do that. I think at a point they did. Yeah. But then you are stubborn. Yeah. So they just let him be. <laughs> yeah, like do his thing. Yeah, and they probably knew that you had a strong, like, um, a good head on you, and like knew, yeah. what, like, you were motivated to yeah. achieve. What I think the only thing, um, which actually helped me, I think there was one time, mm. um, I had, I, and I think this is when I really fixed up mm. because I think prior to this point, I just wanted a business because because I wanted an easier lifestyle. Yeah. So I saw the commitment of a night. This is me being honest about this. I mm. saw the commitment of a nine to five job, and you got to do this every day. You got to be disciplined. You've got to put up with things that you don't like. Mm. Yeah. Like um, and I wanted to live in this fantasy world where I'm free and I can do what I want and I and um, I'm only accountable and responsible to myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I can wake up when I want. I can go on lunch breaks when I want. I can. Do you, you take I mean? like two hour lunch yeah, breaks now? Yeah, I can do <laughs> stuff like that. That's that's what I thought, that's what I was going after. And there was yeah. a sense, I was being lazy, but mm. I didn't see it as that. Then I thought, you know, I'm running around for this business. I'm working a part-time job. I know we see it as being lazy, but I I I was running away from that responsibility because, yeah. it, because of the structure and the discipline that is required to really hold down a job. Mm. And because I didn't want to be told what to do. Mm. Yeah, is that the stubbornness? Coming yeah, in? that was the stubbornness. That that was what it was. And um, there was one time I had a conversation, a very heated conversation with my dad, um, and he said, "I don't know why you're running around like a fool. Yeah. Like, just go get a job. Mm. You're young. You ain't got kids. You ain't married. Go get a job and build what you want on the side." Yeah, and I was like, "No, you don't understand. You ain't supporting. You never support what I do." It was quite an emotional conversation. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, because my dad, me and my dad don't really say much in it, so. Mm. That was an emotional conversation. But since that point, like even though it hurt, I was like, you know what? Old man's got a point. And then after that, I went on. Got no, a I feel like job. your parents and your family do always have a point. Like yeah, if they're yeah. saying something, they are saying something. They know you. As yeah, much yeah. as you don't want to listen to it and you think they're wrong, yeah. they have a point somewhere. There is some kind of truth in what they're saying. Yeah, like, yeah, And yeah. you remember it. Yeah. Like you'll probably remember that conversation for the rest of your life, and you'll be yeah. like, "Oh, Dad said that. Now look where I am, and yeah, it's actually yeah. benefited me." Yeah. Um. So then you fixed up. You like, okay, had that conversation after what you finished. Was it before you had this conversation before you kind of the decision that you wanted to do yeah. the business? Yeah. Or as as I was about to, mm. that's when we had the conversation. Yeah. I was like, you know what, you're right. Like, I was hurt by it, but the day after, I was like, I appreciate that you're yeah. right. Like you said you were brutally honest and you said and he probably said things that you were thinking but you haven't really mm. brought to your like actually brought it forward and actually spoke out loud probably probably yeah. it was just it was just assessment of myself yeah like you said that you're young like you ain't got kids you can you can do your job and you can run a business from six to twelve for you care like yeah he said, i used to work three jobs when i was your age like what mm. are you talking about like what are you talking about just go get yourself a good job. Get yourself settled. Yeah. 
put some money aside. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You can still enjoy yourself. You can still travel. You can still do all these different yeah, things. Yeah, we still do have that flexibility and I don't think we realise that. We can, ha- we can have free jobs. 100%. If you really want it, you can have that. You, you can, can have, have all three different lifestyles if you wanted. 100%. You can have a job and let's say you're passionate about acting or whatever yeah. if you're acting school in the evening if you're mm. passionate about films you can go to film school you can do all these different things mm. like yes nine to five i think the nine to five block that's your survival thing yeah that's for you to survive have some money have some comfort stability st- as some well. stability because stability does help 100 like you think better you plan better and that time i was not very stable mm. you know what i mean i was all over the place and i wasn't experienced i didn't mm. have any experience i wasn't experience I had was six maybe 12 weeks worth of experience that's nothing that's still quite a lot I think but if you in comparison to, to a lot of people yeah but still if you think about a 12 yeah. weeks to go from that to be like I'm gonna run my own business yeah yeah true <laughs> <laughs> yeah think about it um well how did it but how was the interim like period where you were finding a job and a new job and leaving so I left I left yeah I left and then once I left, that's when I started looking for yeah. a job. I looked at graduate schemes and I was just sitting there and this is what I think, this is this was the mindset that made me change and actually kind of look forward to working. Yeah. So I said to myself, okay, instead of, because I know what I wanted in the future, I want to run a big corporation and be global and to be wealthy and to have a business that makes an impact. But I started seeing, I, I stopped seeing um, a job as, okay, I'm entering this thing where I'm trapped into for the rest of my life. Whereas, okay, let me go into an industry where I can get paid to learn. And I saw it as me going to university, but this time I'm getting paid to do it. And I was like, okay, what did I really struggle with in this thing that I lacked? I was like, selling. I didn't know how to really market it. I didn't really know how to sell online. I was like, okay, cool. What kind of job will allow me to to learn those skill sets or aspects Mm. of that? And that's when I started looking for like digital agency um, graduate schemes mm. and graduate programs and um, I got into one and how long was that after university um, two 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 years two can you get into graduate schemes that yeah. long? oh that's I thought that you could only get into graduate schemes like a year after graduating no or, or was or maybe maybe it wasn't a graduate scheme but they were looking for like recent graduates oh, or I see, people who yeah, graduated yeah. from uni so it wasn't like a scheme per se yeah but they were graduate friendly. Like you didn't need to have experience mm. in that industry to get the job. Do you get what I'm trying mm. to say? Um, so yeah, so That's amazing that. though that like you are really self-aware and like self-reflective of like what you need and mm. what you uh, have actually learned. Because a lot of us can go into really bad situations and not learn from it, like practically learn from yeah, it. They yeah. could be like, oh, that was shit. Yeah, I, that was a horrible part of my life. But they don't really reflect and think, okay, what can I do better? Yeah, they kind yeah, of just push yeah. it away. And mm. But you kind of came away from it. like, okay, what, what have I learned from that situation? And how can I progress in my future? And you went into digital marketing mm. because you felt like sales is where you wanted to learn. Yeah, and at that point, I didn't know what that business or that business would be in the future that I would do. Yeah. But I was like, okay, if I can learn how to sell online, mm. that's applicable to almost anything. Yeah. And that's just how I took it. Like, I'm going to get a wide, wide experience in different industries, mm. across a, a breadth of things. So when I am ready and I've actually got something this time, and it's a bit more structured, 
I've got a skill set that is transferable mm. no matter what it was, innit? So even if I was to end up selling beauty or even I wouldn't, but let's say you, I sure? up, you never know. You maybe know maybe beauty, bins, sure. maybe yeah. bins. <laughs> maybe when I start selling bins. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am hoping for half of your profits. <laughs> if I start selling bins, like this is transferable, and um, yeah, it was it was good. Like, mm. it, I learned a hell of a lot. And you're still learning. I feel yeah. like we're all still learning. We're always learning, and you should have that mindset of being a student all the time and learning yeah. as much as you can, um, and not being that person like, oh, I've learned, I'm the best. Because no one's the best, no one's perfect. Yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. much. There's always more to learn. Yeah. And do you feel like what What are the things that you learn? Like, did you actually learn practical skills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because I feel like graduate schemes or like graduate jobs, I don't. Sometimes they give you like very standard jobs to do, to do, tasks to do, and very mundane things mm. to do that are not entirely helpful. Not saying yeah. everything's like, all graduate schemes are like that, but it can Sometimes. seem because then it is like a three year like period where you are training up. So what one thing I did, mm. or something I thought, okay, from now, how much I earn doesn't really matter. So I'm not going to yeah. chase a higher salary. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to chase learning and development especially in the early blocks of my career like yeah. i feel like to 20s to your 30s you're still fresh out in in your career let's say you come out at 21 or some people a bit later let's say you do a master's and stuff mm. like that you're probably only out of education and into an industry at maybe say 22 23 mm. so you got seven years to learn like and that's how I saw it. I didn't care how much I was earning. I wasn't chasing a salary. I wasn't saying I need to earn X amount at this age. Mm. That came a bit later. But <laughs> initially I was like, cool, let me just go in somewhere I can learn. And um, what I did learn practically, so I, I, and I ended up being in the paid social team. So that's mm. about um, running ads across Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Twitter, mm. Um all these different channels and they give you like an eight week training program and then you take on accounts of your own and then what was good about it was that I worked with such a, a breadth of different kind mm. of businesses in different industries so there was like companies like Trainline, Body Shop, People Per Hour, um, Warner Brothers so I'm running the ads for them. Like, yeah, was it, were they advertising and kind of promoting different in different ways then? Yeah, 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 so they had different strategies and you yeah. have to kind of, their strategy and they had different budgets, so you have to allocate the mm. budgets and they had like, obviously they have different audiences and you have to like find out how you're going to reach this dif these different audiences. So I spent like the first year really just mastering that and getting good at that, getting a great understanding of that. Mm. And then after that, then I started learning about the different aspects. So if I take digital advertising as something big, so there's like, then there's Google advertising, then mm. there's YouTube, then there's search engine optimization. There's all these different things. And I was like, I want to learn all that shit. Mm. So I did one year there. And then what they did that was quite good was um, eight, you had 80-20 split. So 80% of your time was actual work. 20% of your time was training and development. Mm. So in that time, I'll speak to, in my 20%, I'll speak to people in different departments. and be like, how do you do this? How do you do that? Mm. What does that do? Explain more to me. Show me examples. Um, there's all these different online courses that you can do mm. that I would be just doing at work, you know? And That's just, amazing. Yeah, and I'll just be learning. It's, it's nice that they uh, gave you that, like, option of learning more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So you did you did a year of that, and then you carried on doing digital marketing. Yeah. So then I went. Um, so yeah, I stayed at that com- the first company. I was there mm-hmm. for like I think eighteen months, mm-hmm. eighteen nineteen months. So then I wanted to get I wanted to get a more hands on approach because like because it's such a big company, mm-hmm. I feel like even though I was talking to people in different departments, I actually wanted to practice the other disciplines that I couldn't because you had to be such a specialist to do that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So then I went to a much smaller agency, but I was only there for like nine months. <laughs> Why, you didn't like it? Just the way they worked? Yeah, just the way it was run. Yeah. But it was good because I learned how I do not want to run a business. Yeah. I didn't, I was like, this place is just... Whack. No, yeah. but like all experience is an experience and you obviously learn from it. So. Yeah, I was just like taking notes. Like, I would take notes like, oh, that's not really good. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, would, I was actually taking notes. I was like, I would not oh, run that business. Like, yeah. mm. I would not run that business. I would not run that my business like that. And then mm. right now I'm at a much, lar- like, a much larger agency. Mm. So I think like the fourth or third biggest in the world or something. Mm. And now what I'm doing, whereas it's not more so about the technical skills or stuff like that, now I'm managing people, mm. I'm also taking notes on processes, systems, how you manage people, um, all the infrastructure that they have in place to help this l- massive company mm. run so smoothly. I'm going on like the leadership courses, the management courses and stuff like that. So that's like, there's even they even do courses on like how to turn your stuff into high performers, like mm. all those things. That's what I'm interested in now, yeah. and that's what I'm taking notes of. And how does this massive engine run sm- mm. run smoothly? They're three different, like totally different experiences. Though. Yeah, and yeah. that, like, that's amazing that you've had that, like, three three years around three years. Yeah, three and a half. Three and a half years to learn the technical stuff the like development stage, what you don't want in your business and then to learn how to manage. And that itself then gives you like a, amazing start point to run a great business. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's kind of, maybe when I first started, I didn't think it would pan up yeah. this way. But when I went into work, because I knew, look, I'm getting paid to learn. Yeah. That's like, I just saw it as university modules. Mm. Like, and I was like, this year, Okay, I want to learn how to sell online. Um, second year, I was like, okay, cool. I want to learn other disciplines, but I ended up being, I learned mm. how not how I do not want to run a business. Mm. Like what I don't want in the culture. What what does, to me, what does it mean to be a good CEO or um, in, a, in, a position, in, in a position of leadership? What skill sets, what, like, what, what skill sets are needed for that? Mm. What kind of demeanor, what kind of person do I want to be? Like, how do I want to empower my staff and how do I want to communicate with them? All those things, like, I was just taking notes that mm. I'm not doing that, I'm not doing that, I'm not doing that. And wh- whereas now I'm at such a big company, I'm like, I always sit down and I'm just like, when the, C- the CEO is talking and there's like a thousand people, I'm just like, I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because I, I try to watch him and watch yeah. his mannerisms and I think, and I see his P, he's got PAs and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm just watching everything, I'm thinking, what what how are they making this work so mm. well like what's going on here that they've got down to a t and what what maybe they're not doing so well mm. at the same time so all those things i'm taking notes of all the time but going back you didn't even plan for like any of this to happen no no and i think uh, 
from people I've spoken to, they're scared of starting things and like doing what they want to do because they want the end goal. But at the end, like listening to other people's stories, they never really planned for the things that happen in their life no. to happen. So I think you should just start and just start with a good intention. Yeah, and, and the then rest from, will yeah, out. Ev- everything else will follow. Yeah. Um, but like listening to the CEO and stuff just just gives you inspiration. Yeah, I'm yourself. just like when everyone's there and they're talking about company culture, all those things now. Like, and it's so different having sitting there with a different perspective. Yeah. Because usually when I used to hear company culture, I was like, oh, not this horse crap again. Mm. Like it's just boring, and you're not in tune with it. I think it's like the most important thing yeah, in a company yeah. now. Yeah, and now, but now I'm actually listening to it like how what what does how do they make their company culture mm. what is it about how how what things are they putting in place for that when they talk about their financials be before i'd be like whatever mm. but now i'm, I'm like oh i want to see how much you're <laughs> making like where's the money coming from tell me the <laughs> tell detail. me i need to know like <laughs> i want to know all of this and i'm actually interested and um because it's all a learning experience yeah. to me and I think the big difference was just that I saw it as a learning experience. Mm. I didn't see it as, oh, I need to make this amount of money. Like yeah. the money didn't matter to me. And it still doesn't to a largest extent. Mm. But I was just like, I'm learning here. Even though I'm working, I'm learning what how to make mm. a great business. Because to be at that position, you're a great business. Mm. To be fourth biggest in the world, to be, I think they made like 200 million last year. That's crazy. I'm like, okay, cool. You guys definitely know what you're doing. Um, and I'm just trying to soak up as much of it as I can, you know? I think that's great that you're in that position where you can be learning from other people. Like if you had start, like you, if you carried on doing your business, you wouldn't be surrounded by the type, yeah, types of people and learning mm. X, Y, Z, like about finance, about culture, about everything. And like, even probably in your workplace, you're just like, probably look at people and like, shit, like they're amazing. Like yeah, they're, they're doing, yeah, they're yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you were just doing your own, you were building your own company from such a young age, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't you have wouldn't the, have... yeah, you wouldn't have the opportunities you have now. Yeah. And I think the building blocks and the foundation itself is so much more important than the end goal of that revenue because the revenue won't, like you can't build a pit, like you can't actually, the pyramid won't be finished if you don't kind of build those, um, the base. Yeah, 100%. So, and even like you said about just being around different people, mm. like I can see even at work, so let's, so even the people ahead of me or yeah. let's say more superior in the hierarchy, I can see which ones are which ones are more organized, which ones are more mm. efficient, like the different management styles and all those things are are important. Like you just pick up little things mm. that sometimes, you know, you don't appreciate until you actually look around you and you see actually there's a wealth of experience here mm. that I can really take in that I can take in from, you know. And these are all teachers. Yeah. Even even if they don't know it. What success to you? Like, because it can, it is different for yeah, everyone. It is different. I think a big part of me is tied to finances. I'm never yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna deny that. Have Have your family kind of looked at fin- like financial success? No, success. No, so like, I think it's because my family didn't. Yeah, that's why I'm so. So now you want to be comfortable. You want to yeah. have better than what you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because they didn't like. 
like I said, they didn't really finish secondary education back mm. from where they were from. Mm. So, I mean, they've done, from their beginnings, they've done well mm. from where they came from. But yeah, I don't think my parents done secondary. They've finished. Yeah, they've done I think they got married at sixteen. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was it. <laughs> End of the story. <laughs> the end. That, that's another story to tell. Yeah, that's another one. But um, yeah, just looking at that, I was maybe that's what gave me mm. so much motivation, hunger, because I was like. Like, I love you guys, but I do not want my future to be like yeah, this. I, I don't want your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, at the same time, it's to do something great, to to have an impact, to have a mm. big impact as well. And to, I guess, to inspire others, mm. um, to be a source of inspiration, to say, look, um, we share similar starting points. Mm. We share similar backgrounds. You know, um, we might not always have all the opportunities that we others are afforded when they're born just because of the circumstances they're born into. I would say those are the kind of mm. things that motivate and drive me. So when did you start Outset Studio? So I started, funnily, I think it was a year after my first job. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was a year in. You're like, no, I've got to go like, back I got, in. I got, I got all this knowledge. I need, to, I need to experiment with it. I need to do something with it. Yeah, I was going to say, did you actually implement that <laughs> yeah, in of Outset? Yeah. yeah, of course. So it was like a year in, yeah. literally a year. I think maybe even less than a year. Well, let's just say a year. Yeah. And then, um, so me and my business partner. Yeah, I've spoken to him about it. Because eh? you wanted to start your own podcast. Yeah. Well, you, you have, have your podcast now, but like you want yeah, we want to start. One. Yeah, we want to start one. And we looked at different things and we thought, actually, let's get a place so then we can record whenever mm. we wanted to. And then it will give us flexibility. So you got this place. Yeah. And then how did it... So did you actually have the intention? So once you got this place, did you have the intention of kind of renting it out? Yeah, so we thought, okay, cool. If we get it, we can mm. also hire it out just to cover the cost. Mm. That was it. Yeah. That was how it started. And then we got it. Like did it, you start your podcast then? No, 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 no. No, you didn't. We still haven't recorded but. anything together. You should do it. Yeah, we will. Yeah. But <laughs> things are a bit busy right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah it was it looks so much different to what it is now um so obviously you started this place and don't, um you started with Matt and you were like implementing things that you learn of course and yeah. you're still you're still learning aren't you you're still yeah, at the yeah. company the digital marketing company the agency yeah. um and you're implementing that and i think that's great like i think people should kind of listen to this and be like okay i can have i can have a nine to five i can have a, flip, a side hustle and use it to my advantage and use my nine to five to help me with my side hustle and yeah. then be like okay work work is like I said to me personally you're getting paid to go to university yeah did like, you find it hard to get a job no no it's quite quite easy it's quite easy <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I just applied for one job and I got it every job I wanted I got it no no I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say that so um, Michael what are your plans for the future so so the plan for this future like this year anyway is to mm. have five under the belt so five yeah. studios open yeah that's going to be a massive shift <laughs> that's going to be quite a challenge but within that i guess from going from so so there was these different processes so mm. going from is this actually going to work to oh shit this is kind of working oh shit this is working to 
okay, now let's try and blow and expand. What's now, what's really important now is just about getting the processes right for this because I don't want it to be a thing where we open different places and the quality starts to drop because mm. we're not as hands-on. And obviously now as you grow, and you take on different responsibilities, you have to become less removed from certain things. So that's where all the processes stuff is really coming into play. That's where the leadership and the management things are coming into play mm. because now it's about designing that process and that actually starting to design a company culture. Like, what does it mean to work here? How, wh- how do you want our, the people that work for us, our team to feel? All these different things, like, I'm now starting to think about and it's, it's just literally yeah. funny. Like That's um, exciting, though. That's yeah. really exciting. It's like the start of um, something amazing. Yeah. So there's that and... um that's the big thing and then obviously with that mm. we'll mean I'll have to I could just see the excitement in your face right now <laughs> <laughs> you're so gassed you're I'll like yes I would have to um, <laughs> step step back from yeah. the full time job and mm. actually be more present in he- like, here yeah. but I'm excited I'm excited to see what you what there is to come in the next few years yeah. I'd be like if you take my bin idea I'm knocking <laughs> at your door <laughs> I'd be like, guys, oh yeah, see me on the advert of bins or something. Guys, I was sitting down one day and I thought about self-recycling bins and here you go. Help the whole world. But thank you so much for coming on. I actually had a really interesting talk. Thank you for having me. That was episode nine of Post Gradually. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this, wherever you are. I currently upload every other Monday on all major podcasting platforms and I would really appreciate if you subscribed, reviewed and shared so I can reach as many graduates as possible. You can also find me on postgradually underscore on Instagram. Thank you again and I will catch you on the next episode. <laughs>